What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'll tell you what, hearing this song every day, it's uplifting. It's nice. I like that song. Uh, where we find out what's going on across the Zone Sports Network each and every day. DJ and PK, Hanson, Scotty, the big opinions, big interviews, uh, sometimes some funny stuff as well. All right, Gordo, you ready to get started? Yeah. All right, let's start with DJ and PK. Of course, hear them every morning. They had Sarah Todd from the Deseret News on. Of course, Sarah's joined uh, us on the big show from time to time. Here's her thoughts about the Rudy and Donovan situation. So a lot has been made. I guess any tidbit of information you get is, uh, you know, is something. And a lot has been made of the pictures of the food that the players sent out on day one. And I like food and people like to make fun of me for liking food. But I do think that there is something legitimate to when you're locked in your room, you know, it's something and it can really change your mood. How much do you think it's dragging guys down and how much is it just something to pass the time and tweet out photos about that? I mean, I think it's just something to pass the time, and I think they're having a lot of fun just joking around about the idea that they're, you know, that they're jailed up in their rooms and they're not allowed to leave. And, you know, once they're allowed to get out of the room, I mean, right now they're just having those meals that are delivered to them and provided to them. And to me, it looks like a fine meal. It looks like something that you would get on a on a flight, which... I mean, for me, I don't have, like, a ton of, like, millions of dollars. And so, like, anytime you give me a free meal, I'm very happy about it. So <laughs> that, that looks great to me. Um, but these guys are going to be able to have, you know, tons of different food options. And they're going to have different chefs that are there in the bubble with them. And so it's not going to be like that all the time. It's what they're having with the first couple of days. And those meals will be available to available to them throughout the whole thing but they're they're gonna have tons of food and it's gonna be a lot better than any of the food that you or i are eating <laughs> that's probably true so there's many different ways to go and approach uh my questioning for you with the Gobert Mitchell, particularly with this latest story that ESPN has done. But I'm going to allow you to go whichever direction you want as far as your response and what your thoughts are. I uh, I think that the ESPN story that came out kind of just reaffirmed what I would have thought before it came out. Um, you know, these are two guys that are really valuable on one team. And I think that in any work environment, even if it wasn't, you know, a professional sport team, that there's going to be tensions and arguments and nothing's ever perfect. And these are things that both Donovan and Rudy have said. And I think it's a little crazy for anyone to expect for them to be like BFFs and besties and have like rainbows and puppies shooting out of their eyes all the time. Like that's just not how life works. And the fact, I think that 
Rudy came across as really self-aware and saying, they're like, hey, I know the spotlight's going to be on him more. I know who I am and how I get on guys and how I can grate at their their uh, frustrations and annoyances and make it worse. And I know that I can be like that. And so I think that, that self-awareness can only help any relationship between them. And a lot of this situation was probably really overblown because of the situation that the whole world is in. So you've got no basketball, nothing else to talk about. So you hear about a fight between two players, and that's going to be the thing that everybody latches on to. I think that really, like, once basketball is back, this is going to be kind of a blip on the radar. So there you go. That's Sarah Todd from the Deseret News on with DJ and PK this morning. It's similar to what we were talking about, Gordon. This whole thing has been a magnifying glass onto uh, their relationship and probably has <laughs> fanned the flames a little bit. Yeah, I, I've, yeah, I, I agree. And you don't and have you don't have the chance to get on the floor and move on. You know what I mean? Right. You can't. You, it, it, that point. would help a lot, right? Yeah, that is a great point. Uh, people are in different parts, different areas. They're not together. They can't. It's a lot easier to work things out when you're in the same neighborhood, you know. And uh, when you're spread out and you don't get an opportunity to see each other, then chances are that's gonna that's gonna stew a, a bit. You know, I I had a, a conversation um, with my my wife similar to this. Uh, we were talking about uh, office, right? In office, working in office, that sort of thing. And it, you know, this Zoom technology or go to meeting or whatever companies use out there, whatever you've been using to to communicate, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's amazing. If you would have told uh, 1992 me that this was possible, I'd say, oh, it's a game changer. I'll never leave my house again. <laughs> you know, that, and, and it is cool. So don't get me wrong. But it is not the same. It's, it's just not as that person-to-person connection uh, when it comes to, to communication, especially when working through difficult issues. So I, I think getting back together is going to be healthy for that relationship in a sense that they can be reminded that they're on the same team. They have to work together, and maybe that can be something they can rebuild. Maybe rebuild is too strong, but, but kind of patch up some relationship issues. They're, they're going to be together, and they're going to have to to a certain extent, and that could be a good thing. It could be a good thing. It might be, it might be a bad thing. I, I don't know, uh, but uh, I think chances are – that uh, like Dennis was talking about earlier, uh, you know, w- when you get two people who are ultra competitive together and they are trying to win, sometimes they're going to disagree on things. And I, I don't think that's necessarily well, it's not ideal, but it's not it's not catastrophic. But the the and this is why I, I'm glad we took the direction of the show yesterday, the way that we did reacting to that ESPN piece, because what is really relevant, and I would guess Donovan in particular would want the conversation to be limited uh, as much as it possibly can be to what they do um, on the floor, and that's why I'm glad yesterday we talked a lot about well, what's the fundamental issue that we learned about yesterday, and it was their tensions on the floor, and uh-huh. those are really the most important ones that need to be fixed. You know, if it's better for the team, for Rudy to get more touches, well, then figure out a way to get him more touches. If it's not better for the team to have Rudy get more touches, then Rudy needs to operate with the understanding that, you know, the the team has other priorities. And yeah. I would I would guess that Justin Zanuck, because he's there, and uh, and, and Quinn Snyder will. I mean, if if a duo were capable, you know, a better duo, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. They're equipped to to solve the problem. I really do believe that. 
Well, I, I you would think so. You think so. We we have talked to these guys enough to know the kinds of people they are when it comes to what is most important on a basketball court. So you would think they'd be able to figure that. Now, every once in a while, you know, everyone talks about the Kobe and the Shaq thing. Every once in a while, it doesn't work, and and then you move on. But uh, typically, uh, I think these guys, with guys like this, uh, you can find a way. You'd think so, because Donovan has been very coachable throughout his entire run here with the Jazz, or, or it certainly appears that way. And Rudy has... Well, Rudy's definitely coachable, just because just look at how far his game has has come. I mean, he and Alex Jensen and their relationship has been a very beneficial one. So, you know, if these guys uh, listen and are coachable, which I believe both are, probably coachable in different ways too, by the way. But if they're both coachable, uh, it's it's eventually all going to come back to they either both succeed really or neither succeeds to a certain extent, you know, get back on the same page that you can, you know, Donovan can make Rudy some money, right? And Rudy can make Donovan some money. Uh And, and that's a, that's a powerful connection right there. Right. You get over a lot of stuff when you have a mutual interest. I mean, even if you have to look at it as my enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. If you have mutual interest, then, then that mends a lot of fences. Well, and I think you always bring up the money, but I also think they, I really do believe they both want to win. Of course, uh, both Shaq and Kobe wanted to win, too. I know you have this noble feel good of uh, they want to win, which we all believe, but we got to say it's a little more complex than that, right? I mean, even no, in that- well, I'm, see, Jake, every time you say that, I say it's not a matter of being all or nothing, I, I think it's a mix. And uh, yeah, well, fair, fair enough. Uh, but one one quote in that ESPN article that, that they need to get resolved pretty quick is was an anonymous jazz source who said we need to stop trying to prove each other wrong. I mean, that's the type of behavior that they got to get fixed, right? Yeah, I went back and read the whole thing again last night because I wanted to study it through to get a sense again. And uh, I, I think, I, I guess my impression is that it it was more serious than I thought it was before I read it, and I thought it was semi serious. Mm-hmm. I thought it was serious after I read it, but I also got a sense that that it's something that they will be able to work out. I mean, just because something feelings run deep uh, doesn't mean those things can't be solved, or or the problems can't be bridged. Yeah, whatever way you look at it, I think they can figure out a way to move on together. But, and they both uh, that's indicated why I that. Asked, that's why I asked Dennis Lindsay the question about evaluating the situation because it's pretty darn important for the club to figure out what they want to do moving forward. Oh, it's critical. And the decision is imminent, like, as soon as this thing is done. Because both guys are eligible for those extensions. Well, I mean, Donovan Mitchell's getting an extension. There's no doubt about it. The, the question becomes uh, with Rudy. Yeah, that's... how is that going to be handled, and for how much? Right. No, the the Donovan one is less complex. That is for sure. But I mean, on the other hand, those uh, those folks out there say, "Ah, oh, Donovan's not going anywhere." I mean, he can demand a trade tomorrow if he really wanted. 
Maybe not yeah. tomorrow because they're past the trade deadline, but I think you get my point. No, I, I do get your point. And I I wonder, boy, I'll tell you, he would have to be absolutely miserable in order to do that. Yeah. It Otherwise, is. it wouldn't be worth it. Wait a minute. I just, I just had a random somewhat related thought, Gordon. Uh-huh. They should allow trades in the bubble. <laughs> they just walk across would, the street. It would be amazing. <laughs> it would be amazing. Just walk to a different floor in, in the hotel. Can you imagine making a huge move right before the playoffs? <laughs> you walk right across. I know Bradley Beal's not going, but across to, I'm just thinking the Wizards would probably be out of it. You go over to uh, Bradley Beal's hotel and you're like, hey, how about we work out a deal right now? <laughs> Come with me. That would be amazing, <laughs> right? That would be uh, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> we got better food over here, Bradley. In all honesty, I wonder how much, mm, uh, let's see, not necessarily above the board communication is going to go on amongst executives. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody gets uh-huh. an executive down there. It's almost like <laughs> that the- That was uh, the most politically safe and correct way to say that. To say that, yeah. thank you. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's kind of like the NBA combine where it's that excuse where uh, all the NBA brain, you know, basketball ops brains get together and, you know, stuff happens that's not necessarily just related to the combine. How much, uh, how much wheeling and dealing is going down in the bubble? Oh, uh, well, come on. It's got to. Tons. And I wonder oh, if they yeah. get agents into the bubble. I thought they weren't allowed in. I don't think they are, but are they smuggled in? <laughs> People smuggling agents what? into the you're bubble? Gonna, you're going to walk into a, a room at the far end of the uh, resort, and uh, there is in the dark, sitting in the dark, is an agent with a light shining down on your seat? Yeah, because you can't have, you know, Gordon, you can't do this type of, have this type of conversation over email, if you know what I mean. Have you ever Can't had a clandestine a meeting with somebody? A clandestine meeting? That makes yeah. it sound so nefarious. No, uh, it, Are you a I spy, have. Jake? I oh. have. Oh, really? I've done it. I've done it a couple of, uh, no, on a number of occasions. Did you, did you give away uh, America's secrets? No, I mean, I wasn't meeting with uh, with Deep Throat. Was uh, I wasn't uh, covering or writing about Watergate, but I I have had meetings with people who uh, that were cloaked, and I I did meet with somebody once uh, over a very important deal. Was it the Russians? So, no, it was not Canada. Was it the Canadians? <laughs> Tried to change the name of NATO to Gordo, didn't you? <laughs> Were you uh, negotiating with the Contras back in the eighties? <laughs> no, I was not. I had no contact with Andy North. No, Oliver North. Oliver is that his name? Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Anyway, Andy North. Is he a golf about. analyst? Oh, Andy North. Yeah, oh, he yeah. is on he ESPN. Is. I was yeah. thinking of Oliver North. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, Andy North. Andy North, he never wins anything, and then he wins two U.S. Opens or something. How does that happen? All right, let's move on in what's going on. Let's uh, play a clip from Hanson Scotty, who gave a fun analogy about NBA players complaining. Scotty, and I'll I'll let you talk about some of these social media posts and what what you're seeing, but I wanted to to try to draw a picture of, of how I feel about the NBA players returning to Orlando. And it makes me think of, you know, like some of these family vacations that you take, you know, you go on these trips and, 
kids are complaining about food or kids are complaining about it being hot in the car. One kid wants the window down. The other doesn't. One kid has to pee about five minutes after you leave a gas station and the other kids are upset because now they got to stop again and it's going to delay the trip. And, and in, in the meantime, you're driving and you're trying to get to this destination. And the only thing that you can think in your mind is everybody shut your mouth (laughs) and deal with what you're dealing with. And, and bear it out and toughen up because we're all under a lot of pressure here. And dad's about to break. So if you want dad to break, keep pushing. Because we can turn this car around and we can shut this whole vacation down if you can't just bear with me here. I have spent $150 million on this damn vacation. <laughs> and you kids are going to like it. Whether you want to or not. This is where we're at right now. We're all going to have a good time. (laughs) This this is where we're at right now with NBA players and their social media accounts. This is where we're at. Adam Silver is watching all his kids in the bus, and and he's got a front row seat with their stupid social media accounts. He has to see how they don't like the food that he set up when he, in his mind, he's like, it's the only way to feed you without getting you COVID, you idiots. Like, I, I don't know how else to do this. So you've got a bag that has apple slices in it that was sealed in a factory in, in China. I don't care. Eat the apple. I got you caramel sauce. <laughs> what is wrong? Just eat your apples and caramel sauce. Why do you got to post a picture and act like a little punk about it? We're trying to get back to play. Like, I can't. It's overwhelming for me because, I, like, I'm even thinking on a, on a, on a, a more local level with Gail Miller, Gail, Gail Miller and with Jim Olsen and, and them watching it like, oh, man, our kids are getting rowdy. You know, Jordan Clarkson's posting a picture of a kid rattling these cage bars. And and by the way, you just heard from George Niang. Yeah. George Niang was in the bubble like 30 minutes before he tweeted out, hey, is there a Cafe Rio around here? <laughs> oh, I miss Utah. <laughs> like, George, you've been there 30 uh, minutes. And uh, look, nobody loves a little sweet pork burrito more than me. But 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 come on, man. It's been 30 minutes. Let's, let's be cool. So – you know, as a, as a dad, you just sit there and you grit your teeth and you're like, I just hope that one of my kids' bladders don't break. I just, I, I just hope that my, you know, Rock can just eat one of his fingers off. I don't know, or or find a a, a sandwich under the seat. Like you, you're praying to the good Lord in heaven, like something, please happen, please let me get through this, and let us get to our vacation point. July 30th is our vacation point, man. And I'm just praying that these athletes and these coaches and the the commissioner of the league and the owners of the individual teams, I'm just praying that they can all keep it together. Just hold it together. Nobody get sick. Nobody get the Rona. Everybody get along. And we're going to have a nice vacation. That's it. Just be cool. That's it. And in the meantime, we're all going to have to be a little tougher. I know that you're used to downy double-ply toilet paper, but this particular hotel issues single-ply, and it is a little grainy. Can, we, can you just use the single-ply and maybe get a rash or two, and then we'll get through this in a couple of months and get back to the double-ply? Yeah. Just deal with it, man. The entire country is in crisis. We're all dealing with things.
the last thing we want to see is somebody that has to open up a caramel sauce to dip his apples in and and have a, and and be be complaining about it. Now it hasn't been that bad, and and you know some of it is fun. Like I think George Yang's having fun, yeah, and and Jordan Clarkson's having fun. I, I want people to understand. I I do see the comedy in some of this, and they are having fun. Uh, and I do think, but by and large, I do think they're all bearing down and and gritting and going through this with a little bit of grit. All right, uh, Gordon, I want to get your reaction because I I want to take uh, this take in a in a different direction. So so let me first get your thoughts. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would want to be in a car with Hans on a way to a vacation and. And start complaining and, and then see what his reaction might be. <laughs> I'm sure it's not pretty. I'm sure it's not pretty. I'm going to turn this car around. I'm sure it's a little And oh. smash. <laughs> oh, man. Just, but, yeah, everyone can find something to complain about if they want to, I guess. And um, Well, okay, so I, I think there's some legitimacy to these complaints, though. Okay, can I can I expand just a little uh-huh. bit? Uh, just a just a message to companies like Disney, or or might I say Disney World? We'll even focus it down a little bit. But you can throw ski resorts into this. You could throw like Sea World. You know, if if you're a place that has us trapped, all right? Can you re- can you can you resist gouging us just a little bit? Can you please resist it? I mean, if you're going to charge the NBA $75 for a picnic lunch, can you resist gouging them just a little bit and get them some decent food? I mean, you know what I mean? I like, I'll like. i say this with the ski resorts. You go into uh, to a lodge because I didn't have time to pack my lunch, and you get a burger and some chili fries and a beer, and you go up to the, the, the cash register, and they, they say, yeah, that'll be $48, please. And I, I have to call home and say, hey, Naz, guess what? We're going to have to take a little deduction out of Sadie's college fund because i got to have lunch. <laughs> and then that hamburger is not $48 worthy. I mean, it's you have us trapped, okay? We're trapped. We're there. We can't go anywhere. We have to buy your food. Will you please just resist the temptation to be evil just a little bit? I know that price gouging has taken on a new meaning toward, uh, during this pandemic, but you know what? Disney World, in this case with the NBA, they're literally trapped. Can, for, for just a second, can you resist the temptation to gouge the NBA and just get them some decent food. Is that too much to ask? I look at these pictures and I'm like, you know what? You should be complaining. This is ridiculous. (laughs) This is costing the NBA $150 million. Come on, get them a, get them a decent sandwich, please. No, I just don't know how NBA players are any different than anybody else who visits a park. They're not. That's my point. They're yeah. not. Can we resist, uh, uh, Gordon? I, I know I can't remember. Was it last year, two years ago, where you took your family down to Disneyland? And I remember your your comment about the bill upon your return. I mean, yeah. that's not necessary. Come on, they've they've <laughs> they've got you trapped because you have grandkids and they love Mickey Mouse. How much right? are those dipped cones <laughs> on Malibu? Know what I mean, <laughs> just resist the the temptation to gouge people just a little bit. You can gouge them a little, a little. But, I mean, come on, Gordon, they're taking advantage of your lack of ability to say no to your grandkids. And I don't blame you. I blame them. Well, all I can tell you is, you know, that uh, 
a chocolate-covered Mickey Mouse uh, ice cream thing. That you donated uh, a kidney for. Seventeen and a half dollars. <laughs> Come on! Come on! Uh, or some such. I, I don't know. Uh, by the way, the uh, the Balboa Bar is a different place. It's not Disneyland, Austin. So I just want to. It's my, ne- my it's, fault. It's next to Disneyland. Austin. Now it's a bar, by yeah, the way. Right, for seven yeah. years, it's been a dipped ice cream cone. Well, it's both. The Balboa uh. Bar is is the similar thing to the. It's vanilla on the inside and chocolate on the outside, and that's that's a bar. But they also <laughs> have dipped cones that uh, with the soft chocolate uh-huh. uh, hardening on the shell uh. of the ice cream cone. Uh. I, for one, by the way, am grateful to see NBA millionaire coddled baby players having to eat a school lunch field trip caliber <laughs> lunch for once. Their private chefs couldn't come. Boo-hoo. I'm with Actually, ants. they can. They can have their private chefs. After food. after uh, the first week down there, right? Yeah, I, I'm I don't not know. sure exactly when that Give in, me but... a break. Eat your top ramen and, and, and shuddy. We're going to be fine. I'll tell you, there's a lot of anger around here. It's, if, it's food. It's free. You're not, they're not paying for it. Well, the NBA is paying for it. Yeah, but uh, uh, Troy Daniels or whoever it was that started this whole thing is not paying for it. They had arugula in that. I've never seen arugula <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Shuddy. Man, Austin. Austin is out. Eat your food uh, you, you and are go to bed. You are against people who want nice things. Arugula. The 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 bitterness runs strong in Austin. Arugula! Uh, all right, we'll get to more coming up next. Stay tuned. <laughs> Joining the show now is our good friend Gabe from Syringa Networks. Check him out at syringanetworks.net. And Gabe, you're helping out a lot of local businesses and local companies make sure that they're still able to do what they do. Yeah, that's correct. We're providing uh, reliable Internet access and other forms of telecommunication services so that businesses can continue to operate, to connect to other businesses, whether it be here in Utah or whether they have branch locations throughout the country or even uh, throughout the world even. We we definitely have uh, the infrastructure to support all those sorts of uh, connectivity options. Which is great. And let me ask you this. How many, how many people, business owners, do you talk to, clients that you, uh, that you inherit from the big boys because they're frustrated with the, the amount of attention and service that they get? Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to sound this way, but we, we make a living off of that. I mean, that's uh, really what goes on in the industry. It's pretty sad where the, uh, some of the larger providers that have a lot of brand recognition tend to ignore their clientele when it comes to customer service. They put you through some 800 number or some other uh, means to get a hold of them, and it's it's kind of a jungle you've got to navigate in order to, to find what you're looking for. But here at Syringa Networks, uh, all of our staff is local, um, engineers, technicians, everyone here is housed here to uh, support the, the Utah marketplace. All right, Gabe, I'm going to put you to the test here. Let's say I've got a big project and uh, for and it's due because my boss is really mean at uh, 3 a.m. Christmas morning, and uh, I've got trouble with the network, and I uh, call to get somebody. Am I getting some help? You will get a live body, uh, regardless of when you call, whether it's a holiday weekend, um, you know, whenever you call, um, 7 by 24, 365, 
we fully staff our operations here. All right, syringanetworks.net, effective communication for 21st century Utah. Syringa, that's S-Y-R-I-N-G-A, networks.net. He's our good friend, Gabe. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you, guys. All right, find out what they can do for you, syringanetworks.net. More big show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Basketball is back. The Zone Sports Network is keeping you up on all the latest news with the Utah Jazz and the NBA. This is a back-to-basketball update. Oh, he never looked at the net. Presented by Zions Bank on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. (laughs) Dennis Lindsay uh, was on the show earlier today. It's your Zions Bank back to basketball update. Big thanks to Dennis for jumping on with us. And he uh, was asked about if his team was ready. I think moving forward, we need to get a little good luck that we don't have any COVID-19 positive test that certainly could turn a team upside down because the ramp up is going to be quicker than normal. I think we need to have a little good luck that we don't have any hamstrings or groins or lower back strains just on overuse. But I can honestly say the work that our group has put in. Our guys have done their part. I really appreciate the mindset and the effort of the group. Some other NBA news and notes. Nuggets center Nikola Jokic uh, retested negative for the coronavirus in Serbia, but travel issues and the timing of the requisite uh, testing made it difficult for the All-Star to join the team for its flight to Orlando. Uh, Maybe to simplify that a little bit, uh, I think he missed his flight. Alarm clock didn't quite Is that, go off. Yeah, maybe one of those those issues. Late night at the movies. Maybe his hanging uh, out with you know Novak Djokovic a may, little too late. Maybe his coworker <laughs> threw him under the bus and took an earlier flight. Took oh, his seat yeah. on an on an earlier flight. I've heard of that happening. Uh, that has happened to somebody we know. Who Never. who has that happened to, uh, Gordon? Man, as usual, you're totally twisting it completely in the wrong direction. That is your Zions Bank back-to-basketball update for a bank that understands your business. Zions Bank is for you. It's the perfect time of year Somewhere far away from here I feel fine enough, I guess Considering everything's a mess There's a restaurant down the street Where hungry people like to eat I could walk It is the big show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone Want to remind you about our friends at Little Caesars. We're going to be out there tomorrow. Gordon, we're going to be in Vineyard from uh, 2 to 6. Come join us, 554 North Mill Road in Vineyard, a new Little Caesars location. And uh, remember, when the Jazz win, you win with Little Caesars. So I'm going to be eating pizza tomorrow for dinner. And actually, looking looking forward to it. I love Little Caesars. In fact, how many, it how was many one of my staples during the Jazz season. What? How many large pizzas could you eat? If you had to, if I mean, you had to eat, how many could you get? Oh, I don't know. I could eat one of those large, um, hot and ready Little Caesars pizzas, though, because I've done that. But I don't know if I could go much further. I could definitely eat a, a full pizza. I, I, I just don't. Yeah, I'm like you. I well, what kind I've of pizza never... are we talking about? Because you put one of those big Chicago style pizzas in front of me, and I get about a half a half a slice <laughs> into that thing, and I feel like I just ate Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, it is a casserole. 
<laughs> I mean, they're delicious. Don't get me wrong, but you eat one of those. <laughs> yeah, you eat one of those, and you you were hungry. Oh, that's fine. Did I ever tell you a story, Gordon, about a a buddy of mine who there there used to be a, a restaurant downtown called Cafe Pierpont. It was a Mexican food oh, restaurant. I loved that place. Yeah, yeah. So they had the 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 burrito where if you ate it, it was a three pound burrito, and if you ate it, you got a, a a gift certificate for your next meal. Your next meal was free. So my buddy Woody decided on his on the night of his senior prom. That's where they went on senior prom night. That's where they went for dinner before the dance. And he decided that that would be a good opportunity to, to give it a whirl. And he did it. He did it. He ate three pounds of burrito on his on his prom night. But the problem was is that his date was alone at the dance because he was in the john for the entire dance. He didn't get to enjoy. He didn't get to enjoy anything because he felt, you know, what's a good idea on prom night? I'm going to go for the three the three pound burrito. You know what'll impress this girl? (laughs) And you kind of look like a cheapskate too because you're getting a free meal. If you're going to get, if you're going to go to the prom, aren't don't you want to spend time with the with the girl you're with? I don't think he thought about that though. I think that's the point. That's all he should have been thinking about. What's wrong with Well, he him? certainly shouldn't have been thinking about eating a three-pound burrito. <laughs> I mean, let's start there. This girl, the dress for $300, the hair appointment for 150 <laughs> the chance of a lifetime to go to your prom, right. and your date is worshiping the porcelain it's, queen it's in, the in the bathroom. The whole time. She's just standing out there like, oh. Oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> Hope now you're having so- fun. There are so many bad decisions that are made in and around proms, and I don't I don't want to get too into it here. Yeah, but don't I, perv it up. Jeez. Yeah, I'm not. I, no, it's not that, I'm not. I'm not perving it up at all. And you're perving it up. I was thinking of a story that happened to my daughter. She went to a, a prom with this guy, and then they went to a house for a party afterward, and he got so drunk that he was. He couldn't function in any way, shape, or form. Couldn't walk. Couldn't do anything. So she she just walked home. Luckily, the house was not too far away, Jake, and she walked home by herself. That was it. And I'm thinking to myself, what is wrong with? Sometimes kids just don't think. What a, a young man having a beer on his prom night? Never. A beer? Never. How about a case of beer? No, I'm I'm not excusing the 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 overindulgence. I'm just saying that that isn't that a kind of a frequent thing? Isn't that like a like it a shouldn't like be. a stereotype? Underage the, drinking the teenager is a real problem. Okay, so night. somebody who drives a car with someone else in it should I don't think that's uh, anywhere near acceptable. Oh no. For an 18-year-old kid to get absolutely Oh, did he drive? Cloud with I didn't catch that part of it. Yeah. The kid drove. Well, how, do you, how do you think they got there? Oh, I, I assumed they did the drinking at the lo, at their location. They did. They drove. So there, he, I would assume then, he drove sober and then drank, right? Well, he did, but then how are you going to get home? Well, the, that's uh, and thus it's smart that she walked home, right? I got yeah. it. But you didn't say that he did. He drive home. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Well, maybe oh, hopefully he crashed. Got hopefully he crashed there, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, this took a downward turn. Well, I mean, yeah, just people make dumb mistakes. Yeah, be careful out there. 
Probably. Drive drive sober or get pulled over. I blame your friend that ate three pounds of burrito. That was, that was a funny, uplifting prom story. I didn't know. I don't know how we got to drinking <laughs> and driving. How did <laughs> that happen? At that. <laughs> Underage at that. How did that happen? I'm talking okay. about my my buffoon buddy that decided three pounds of uh, rice and meat was a good idea to consume <laughs> on your prom night. And put the hot sauce on it. I got this. <laughs> when I I went to a prom. Uh, <laughs> And it was funny because I was told that a certain girl wanted me to ask her and and but I had eyes for a different girl and her date wanted to ask the girl that I went with. He wanted to be with her and I wanted to be with his date and we were seated at the same table together. That was awkward. I'm trying to think of the the word. No, is nobody wants to hear about your weird polyand. What? Are, how do they say polyandrous relationships back in the day, Gordon? Your weird love triangle. Amorous. Amorous is that what I'm looking for? Polyandrous. No, that's not right. Polyamorous. It's a movie, I think. <laughs> your weird love squares back in high school, Gordon. No one wants to hear about those. It's weird. It was a prom. And and well, I love it that you conveniently tell a story about how women just adore you. But you know, of course, mm, no. I mean, I no. They, that wasn't the point at all. Because women were girl, just throwing themselves the, the at me girl, left and right. No, listen, the girl I liked didn't want to go with me. She wanted to go with him. And but much, he wanted to go with the girl that I went with. And how much did they have to drink on their prom night? None. Isn't prom the boy's choice? Yeah. Why didn't he ask out the girl he wanted to go right, with? Right, that's a good point. And why didn't I you don't... ask out the girl you wanted to go with? Another great point. Seems like you guys had control of this and yeah. lost it somewhere. What happened? Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened. But did that's it, the way it ended up. Did it end in a footloose-like fist fight? <laughs> <laughs> a game of there, did, there did, a game. did Gordon burst into the room and go, "Do you want to dance?" <laughs> there were three. There were three couples at our table. The one, uh, my, the one I was a part of, and then the one that I wished I'd been a part of with her, and he wished he had been with my date. And then there was two other. There were two other people at the table. And all the girls had, like, these nice little uh, corsages and whatnot. And this other girl, who I didn't know, I, I don't know where she came from. I knew the guy. But they came in and sat down. And I'm telling you, I she looked like she was... <laughs> she didn't have a corsage on. She had a freaking redwood bush there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that thing was. But it was like digging up the azaleas out of your yard and handing it to somebody. I want to know if Chris Penn was there. <laughs> what about uh, 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 Sarah Jessica Broderick? What's the, what's her name? Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, was she there? What about, uh, wasn't it wasn't there. Charles Grodin, it's the other guy. Who was the dad? John Lithgow. John Lithgow, was he there? <laughs> Or, or, Kevin the, Bacon. or John Lithgow's wife in that was that uh, the DA from Law and Order. What was her name? Oh, I don't know. Was she there? Did it happen at the Lehigh Roller Mill? No, it didn't. Okay. It would have been more fun if it did. It happened about 2,300 miles from there. Beaumont? Coming up next, the Mountain America Market Update. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for another Mountain America Market Update. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now from Mountain America Investment Services, he's our good friend TJ Walk. TJ, what's going on? Hey, boys. Arugula is the word of the day today. Arugula, yes. Austin's Austin's never had arugula. I think he has, TJ. He I don't just even know what it know is. He has. <laughs> right. well, yeah, well, I'm I jealous of those guys. I'm about that. Yeah, yeah, right? Hey, they should take their arugula and like it. All right, uh, TJ, <laughs> let's talk about the markets today. Can I afford uh, arugula? Well, uh, after today, you might be able to. Uh, the Dow and the S&P were both positive. They finished up right in the neighborhood of about 0.7% on both indexes. And today, big tech companies uh, saw gains that really buoyed up the market indices. Uh, overall, still year-to-date, the market indices are down year-to-date. But we've seen, again, quite a bit of a comeback since March 2020's downswing. Uh, but we're still just seeing some volatility. That just kind of feels normal right now for us. Hmm. With that volatility, then, what, would you, uh, what message would you send our listeners? So my tip today is to make sure that you select the right vehicles for your financial plan. And since everybody's plan is different, there's not just one right answer that you give to every single person. So you got to properly assess your plan, where you're at in your financial career and your financial life, and where the markets are at. And then based on that, study it out, look at what the proper features are that you need your investment vehicle to do, and then make a decision. I mean, for example, I would never putt with my driver. Um, The driver is not designed to make a shot like that, nor would I ever drive with my putter. The putter is not designed to do that. So by assessing where I'm at and selecting the right investment vehicle, I'm going to give myself a better chance to end up where I want to be at. And then my last uh, bit of advice on that is once you've studied out the options, don't rush the decision, but don't put it off. So don't take too little time in making the decision, but don't take too much time uh, and become indecisive. Well, TJ, we always look forward to when you can jump on with us. Thanks, man. Hey, boys, it's a pleasure. We'll see you next time. There you go. Our friend TJ Walk from Mountain America Investment Services. And that is another Mountain America Market Update. Investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America Credit Union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed, and loss of principal is possible. All right, this is a, this is a little let's let's a little personality test with my friend Gordon Monson. All right, since arugula is the word of the day. Okay, what's your go-to lettuce? I don't have a go-to lettuce. I like it all. I like because I like salads, most of them, uh, as long as the rest of it is okay with the salad dressing I like and the fixings. Is arugula a lettuce? Not really, yeah. but it's a salad but kind it, of thing. Yeah, it's, it's a leafy but thing. Well, kind of. I think the only acceptable answer for an actual red-blooded American citizen is iceberg. That's Not it. romaine? No, no. Anything Not else? spinach? Anything besides iceberg is pretentious. <laughs> Jake, why you gotta do this? What? Do what? Do what? We we are why, Americans. Why, why, why gotta, we eat why, iceberg why, lettuce. Why do you have to make rules for what people can eat? Don't don't look down on me, Romaine boy. Oh, come on. Don't give me any of your Boston leaf garbage. Just give me some iceberg and dump some ranch on it. This is America. What? Maybe some okay, cheese. Okay, but where, where are you on spinach? Because I mean, Popeye the Sailor Man. 
That's just propaganda. <laughs> okay. All give right, me iceberg on. or give me death. <laughs> Should have been on the Titanic. You know, read if if I go to a nice restaurant uh, or nicer restaurant, read down to the burger section, and then they tell me what kind of lettuce is on that burger. I ain't getting it. Have you ever been to Tuscany? The, you mean you the, were married the, the there. place where I was married? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Have there. you ever had the pear salad there, Jake? <laughs> the place I married you there, but we weren't we weren't in the restaurant. We were outside. Uh, yeah, I've had it. Jerk. Jerk. I didn't so, ask the question. Okay, so have you ever had the pear salad there? I've had it, yeah. You, you, what is that? You know that leaf they put on there? That uh, What is that? Because uh, that is really good. I have no idea. But in, unless it's iceberg, I don't want to hear it. I'll text Mark Eaton and find out. Yeah, let's. Hey, uh, Jake, have you ever been to Vivint Smart Home Arena? <laughs> no, I never have. <laughs> I was like when you introduced yourself to Jimmer. <laughs> no, I meant inside to eat. We Jake's <laughs> wedding was out in the gardens. <laughs> All right, let's get out of the zone phone. Keith Smith, our good friend, covers the NBA for Yahoo Sports, going to join us coming up next. But joining us now is our friend Gabe from Syringa Networks. Check him out, syringanetworks.net. And Gabe, you're here to help businesses function. And when things go wrong, you're here to help. That, that is correct, although we do not take part in, like, lettuce or salad debates or anything <laughs> like that. Though. No, don't, don't, you're steering clear of that landmine, huh, Gabe? Completely neutral on the subject. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but not neutral on the subject of, of IT support and helping people communicate. That, that is correct. That is something we definitely feel passionate about, that uh, the support for those types of services should be local. People should be able to get a hold of uh, engineering and tech support uh, to make sure that their telecom services are up and functional and reliable as, as possible. I love this stat with you guys. Tell us, uh, remind us how much uh, cable you have in the ground. Yeah, we just crossed over the uh, the two thousand mile all right um, range in terms of uh, putting fiber optics in the ground, all the way from the Utah Idaho border all the way down into the uh, Utah County area. So we're we're rapidly expanding our network all the time. Gabe, is is it okay if I jump on board with this one and said we did it? We passed 2,000. Am I all right to, yep. to, to jump on board? Absolutely. Is that right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> all right. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. That's S-Y-R-I-N-G-A, syringanetworks.net. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have more Big Show. Keith Smith joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.